Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidis, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This Mimer has been generously sponsored by an anonymous donor. Thank you so much, and they should have all the blessings physically and spiritually and all matters of life, and all in an open and revealed way. A synopsis of the previous ep- episode, which was page 10, Amud Yud, we spoke about how the only way to reveal the panemius alev, the inner essence of the heart, to feel the inner essence of godliness, is only through first activating the chitzonius alev, which is the revealed faculties of the godly soul, getting them involved in the service of Hashem. And that's like it says, and you open for me like the pin of a needle, I'll open you for you like the entranceway to the base of Mikdash, this is a great hall, meaning it's like a gift given from above. In order to receive that gift, you first have to do as much as you can and toil in your own service, which is from your own toil. Uh, then you, you merit the gift from above, which is totally uncomparable to your limited service. You get that gift from above, the Pneumius Alev. And... Um, that's why it says, Bakshu upon I search after the Pneum Yisalev, because in order to receive the Pneum Yisalev, you have to have a real chipusa, hishtadlus, an effort, and the effort is in, in the avoida of the external levels of your soul, the more revealed levels, the nefesh, ruach, and the shama. And also, another reason why you have to have this effort to reveal the, the Pneum Yisalev is because the Pneum Yisalev naturally is very hidden, because that's why it's in the essence, it's panemius, it's in the deep essence of the soul. And therefore, it's not revealed in, in by nature, and also because there is the the taivis dakois, the more refined pleasures, cover over it, even though it's not an intense concealment of the actual soul itself, which is through the more coarse pleasures, but it's still concealed by the thin membrane of the of the um, foreskin of the heart, which refers to the refined pleasures in physicality. And how do you redeem this? And reveal the primis alev. That's through rachim, through arousing divine mercy, and that's why it says. He explained the whole verse of tzion b'mishpat tzipada, the tzion, which is the refers to the essence, this primis alev, the essence of the soul, which uh, is the the desire for Hashem, which transcends all logic. How do you redeem that through mishpat, which mishpat refers to rachim, to arousing Hashem's mercy, and explain that the. The soul, the essence of the soul, is a is called a tzin, a simon, just a symbol for the essence of Hashem, as, lo, as well as the mitzvahs are also like that, the commandments, because the commandments are rooted within the essence of Hashem. There are the rutzin of Hashem, which is the which is rooted in the essence of Hashem, and also the this the essence of the soul. It, it has a has an essential connection with the essence of Hashem. That's why it's a chelik alikamimal. It's a piece of it's a, literally a piece from that essence of Hashem. And therefore, the fact that we have the ability to give up our life for Hashem, which transcends all logic, is because of this essential connection that we have to the essence of Hashem. So our essence of our soul is, in essence, is really a testimony, a symbol for the essence of Hashem. 
And that level, the tzien, the essence of the soul, Pimei is revealed through mishpat, which is referring to divine mercy. And not stam mishrachmim, but rachmim rabim. Rachmim rabim are the level of divine mercy of Hashem, which transcends, Seder Yishtal transcend limitation, and therefore even can arouse mercy on something which seemingly doesn't is not really lacking, which that refers to the Pimei Saleh, which even though it's not totally concealed, because it's only concealed by the refined pleasures of the phys- of physicality, but still, compared to this infinite, infinite level of the of divine mercy, it's considered lowly and considered as nothing, and therefore mercy is is apply as applicable to it. And through that's what it says Bakshupanai through this uh, and this idea of arousing divine mercy, you can reveal the Pimei Saleh, and that's through arousing the the thirteen attributes of mercy, and then through that you wake up your Pimei Saleh. And which turns back to Hashem, to the Pneumis of Hashem, and that's how you also draw down and cause to shine within you the Pneumis of the inner essence of godliness. And that's the idea of Yichud Panam Epanim, the unification of face to face, essence to essence. We're holding Amud Yud Aleph, page 11, three lines from the top. Another explanation of what it says. That the tzia and the pinim esalev is redeemed through mishpat, through judgment, which we explained before, it refers to arousing rachim rabim Hashem. The mishpat here, the judgment here, refers to the fact that a person, so to say, is a judge, as a master over himself, and conquers his own personal desires. He doesn't allow them his own desires, what he wants, what the desires of his animal soul, just to run free. Like he explains another place, what it says. Uh, why we why in the Shemini Esther we say Mishpat Utstaka, or in the verse it says Be Mishpat Utstaka Biyankevatosisa. What's the combination of Mishpat of judgment and Stuka and charity here? So the Hainish Kavish Ritzeinesav. So Mishpat is the judgment he judges himself. He's a ruler over himself, and he conquers his own desires. Vechena Mishpat Masha Muchrach, and so too. So the judgment is that he judges himself and allows himself only to have for for himself physically what is necessary, only what he needs, and that which is not what he doesn't need. He conquers his own desire to use even that those extra things for himself. He conquers that desire and he gives it all to charity. That's mishpat utstaka together. And through that. Judgment that a person does over himself, conquering his desires, he draws down this divine mercy from above and allowing to have the the redemption of the Pimei Saleh of the Tzion. In the parentheses, and this is what the Medrash says that Avram gave Staka, Mishpat, charity, and judgment. And parallel to them, opposite them, Hashem gave Chesev Rachm, so we see um, kindness and mercy. So we see the connection of Staka and Mishpat. That this, like we just explained, that a person judges himself, conquers his own desires, and gives the rest anything he doesn't need, anything that's not totally necessary for him physically, he gives to tzedakah. And according to that, Hashem gives you, draws down from above, rachmin, mercy. Like explains in the and so through tzedakah, through this charity. Which is the idea of mercy, a person being merciful on the poor person and giving him charity. You are also, you draw down opposite that uh, mercy from above. So, as, as it's known, that through the arousal from below, you're doing an, op, an equal arousal from above, 
and also fitting to whatever the arousal you did from below below is what happens above. So when you do rachmim, when you give tzedakah down here, which is an expression of your mercy, you also get a drawing down of rachmim v'shem, mercy v'shem. Similarly, through a um, person's judgment over himself, ruling over himself, conquering his, his desires of his animal soul, he also draws down rachmim from above. Because... <coughs> We're going to explain right now why, specifically through Mishpat, judgment over himself, conquering your own desires, being a judge over yourself, a ruler over yourself, you draw down mercy. It says that Hashem, the master of the, the master of all the heavenly hosts, the master of all the angels and all the planets, that rules over all of creation, by Yigba, that he is he is uplifted, so to say, by Mishpat, through judgment. So we see that again, mentioning the idea of Mishpat, and we're saying that through the Mishpat, Hashem is uplifted. Why does it say that Hashem is uplifted through our judgment? Through the idea of judgment. The, 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 the inner explanation is, that is referring to the idea which says in the Medrash that Hashem ascends from the throne of judgment to the, and sits on the throne of mercy. So that's a, and it's expressed in that Medrash in the way of ascending. He's going up from judgment to mercy. So when we're saying here, Vayigba, Hashem is ascending, um, he's ascending from judgment to mercy. And that's what it says in the in the verse that Hashem. As ascending through the through through the sound of the shofar, and it says that specifically the word ascending, um, referring to going from going from the judgment up to the throne of mercy. which is an idea of uh, ascending. which is opposite the idea of descent, which descent connotes something different. like Zera says in the verse, and I will descend and look over the people of Sodom. Which they were doing something bad. Which what does that mean? That Hashem was descending from His throne of, of mercy, which is a lot higher and more sublime, going down to the throne of judgment to judge the people of Stein for their bad deeds. But every time it says about in godliness the idea of Him, him ascending, of God ascending, He's going up from the throne of judgment to the throne of mercy. This is also what it means in this verse which we just mentioned, that Hashem, the master of legions, master of hosts, is ascending. He's going from the throne of judgment to the throne of mercy. And how is it? That says, Through Mishpat, Through the person, the Mishpat down here, a person judging himself, being a ruler over himself, and not allowing the desires of an animal soul to take expression, the kasher yesh, the inlamata, when a person, uh, there is, when there is judgment down here, a person judge, is a judge over himself, then there is no judgment above. And therefore, Hashem descends from the judgment and goes up to the throne of mercy. And therefore, through the person judging himself down here and conquering his desires, not allowing them to take expression, that is the din lamata. Then there is no din above, there is no judgment above, and Hashem is uplifted and ascends from the throne of judgment to the throne of mercy. That's why on Rosh Hashanah, and Sarah Sameh Tshuva, where you're trying to get in touch with the inner essence of Hashem, draw down the divine, the, the 13 attributes of mercy, 
which are the inner essence of Hashem, therefore you really have to be careful, a lot more careful to conquer your own desires and to be a judge over yourself and not, and not in, in indulging in extra things which are extra, which are not necessary, physical things. Vigam la harvest with and also to give a lot of stucca, which also is an expression of mercy which draws down Hashem's mercy. That's how you draw down Hashem's mercy, mercy, which is what we're trying to do during Yisrael Sabi Tshuva, get punim v'punim, go back face to face with the essence of Hashem and our essence of our soul turning to the essence of Hashem. That's what it says. But my heart says on your sake, Hashem, you search after my 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 face, my panemis, which means that there should be the revelation of the inner essence of the heart. That's what and that is through happens through the continuation of the verse. Your face, Hashem, which the panemis of Hashem, which refers to the rachamim rabim before the we spoke about before the inner essence. The unlimited mercy of Hashem. So how do you have the revelation of the epitomies of your heart through drawing down the unlimited mercy of Hashem, which awakens the unlimited the unlimited level of your heart? And then, the other way around also, through the service of, from the inner essence of the heart, you become totally one and connected to the epitomies of Hashem, the inner essence of Hashem, which that's the unification of face-to-face, of so the, the inner essence of our soul, the inner essence of Hashem. So the verse Bakshufane as Panachavakish can be explained in two ways. Either Bakshufane, in order to reveal the inner essence of your heart your heart, as I need to draw down the inner essence of Hashem, the the Rachim Rabbim. Or Bakshufane, which uh, which means in order that through that through this service of Hashem from the inner essence of your heart, you become connected with the inner essence of Hashem, as Panachavakish. Now we get to a whole new thing here. That in order to have the, the true idea of um, the unification of Panim Panim, of our essence with Hashem's essence, that's only when you, when you connect to Hashem from the inner essence of your soul, which even transcends this desire, which, which is totally above logic, which we spoke about until now, which we thought was referring to the inner essence of the soul. Which is connected to the inner essence of Hashem, literally, and not to any other lower level. So, Really, arousing the Ratzin Pashat Shlomal Abitam Vadas is not really the true Yichud of Panim Panim. Only when you get in touch with the inner essence of the soul, which even transcends that inner desire, that's when you connect to the essence of Hashem. But in Yenun, explain that. There's three types of love Hashem. With all your heart, love Hashem with all your heart, love Hashem with all your soul, and with all your might. And what are these three levels of love? The love Hashem with all your heart. That's the love of Hashem. Which is according to which is all based on reasoning, according to how much you comprehend and how much you contemplate in God, the greatness of Hashem. That's how much you're aroused in love. The level of loving Hashem with all your with all your soul. That's the level of the desire for Hashem, which transcends logic, which is from the feeling of it. When you feel the hergish of the soul, when you feel the essence of Hashem, you're aroused in that. With the essence of your soul, a desire which transcends logic. You do it, the nefesh, and why does the the word with all your soul refer to that desire? Because the word nefesh actually has this, the connotation of rotin, of desire. As it says in another verse, a nafshi my my nefesh is not to this nation, meaning my desire, my my will is not to them. So we say refers to the the rotzin to the malamitamadasidine. Now we didn't get to Bechol Meidecha yet, the, all, the, the love of Hashem with all your might, which is going to refer to the essence of the soul, Mamish. 
Dine, you were going to explain now why the why the the rotsin of the soul, this rotsin which transcends the rotsin poshut, the simple desire which transcends logic, is still not the essence of the soul. Dine, rotsin hagamshu b'michelas keiches atzim shemenefish, even though it comes from the essential powers of the soul, which is meaning it's just talking about a, a parts of the soul which is not like the keiches agluim, the revealed parts which are more external extensions and limited le- uh, contractions of the soul. How the soul already is leaving itself. No, this is actually a keiches atzim essential levels of the soul, which, which are deeply rooted within deeper levels of the soul. But still, even these essential levels are already, it's how they're being drawn out from the soul. Not the essence of the soul itself. Only a part, so to say, a small part of the soul is being drawn in this will for some for godliness. And even we're talking about this panemius aratzin, the inner essence of this, the inner essence of this desire, to, the, to connect to the inner essence of Hashem, which is which is this is the simple desire which we spoke about before, which is transcends logic. It only has a small part, so to say, of the soul which is being drawn to godliness. Like a small spark which is separated out from the great flame. So too is this desire that to connect to the essence of Hashem is just like a small. A small spark from the soul. As the essence of a soul is totally, totally removed from the faculty of the soul, from the for the for the for the the, the, the rutzit of the soul, from the desire, the will of the soul. Who atzmi mamish? The essence of the soul is totally essential to itself. Like the word atzmi means to itself. That the essence of the soul is not relevant, is not shaykh at all, the idea of rutsin, of, of willing, of, of which will, which desire over here, meaning it's the hamshacha of the nefesh, how the, the soul itself is being drawn outside of itself. But from the essence of the soul, all the desires are drawn out from there, they all come from that. Originally, even though all the desires come from the essence of the soul, but the essence of the soul itself is totally essential to itself, and it's totally removed from all these ideas of rutsin, all the wills which come from it, which are how the nefesh is already nimshach from itself. That in truth, the idea of rutsin, of the will of the soul, is not like the, the analogy of the small spark being drawn out from the flame. Because the spark, the spark and the flame are at least all one entity. They're both fire. But the small spark is small, and the flame is big. But the, the entity of the will Compared to the essence of the soul, they're not the same entity, you're not the same being whatsoever. They're totally incomparable. Because the will of the soul is still just the koyach of the soul. It's a faculty, a power of the soul, not the soul itself. But it's an essential power because it connects deeper to a lot deeper level of the soul, how the soul is still within itself before it extends out and clothes in limited organs. But the soul itself is totally, you cannot define it in any definition, not even this definition of a koyach atmi, of a, of a certain power, uh, a, a faculty of the soul. So now we're going to prove how the, the desire, this desire is not the essence of the soul, and it's just the koyach, because we see that the, the this desire of the soul is it's, if it's, it gets excited, it gets affected by something, because it's excited, and it's it's excited because it's excited with an intense desire for something. So the rotten has his spilus, has excitement. It becomes excitement, excited and drawn to something. And if it's already excited about something, that means it's not essential. Because the essence is so removed from from everything, from connecting 
connection to anything outside of it, it doesn't get excited about anything outside of it. But the, and the desire of the soul, being that it gets excited about something outside of it, it can't, we can't say that this is the essence of the soul, because the essence of the soul is essential, is totally to itself, totally removed from anything outside of it, and therefore it doesn't get excited about anything, because it, 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 it's not connected whatsoever to anything outside of it. We're going to explain later that even the essence of the soul has a sort of say a, a certain type of excitement, a certain type of excitement, but it's not this idea of excited excitement of something outside of it. We'll explain in the next page. Vyesh bezehar kavan also within the ratzin, within the desire of the soul. Besides these spilets, you have our kava. It's made up of something. It's morkov composite of something else besides itself. It's made up of that which is excited. It's made up of the subject of which it's excited about. And this third thing it has is also that the Ratzin changes. Like we see the person gets excited and he desires he, he desires this thing and not another thing. That's, we see that there's a change in the desire. He, he wants this and not that. There's not an equal desire for, for everything. If it was in another matter, he wouldn't be excited about this thing. Turning the page into another thing, he doesn't have that same desire to something else. Uh, he doesn't have that same desire as that cloud at all. Only to this specific thing, he has this excitement of the of, of his desire. Why? Why is there change in this in this ratzin? It changes according to whatever thing it's the subject is because this, the ratzin is made up of the subject of the ratzin. It's murkov. It's composite of something else. Anything which is composite of something else, it, it has a lot of changes. Depending on what it's made up, depending on what the subject is, so too will be the level of the desire and how much a person will desire it, or if there will be a desire at all. So that we see that in the the drawing out of the of the desire of the soul, there are these three things: harkava, vishinu, vispilus. Composite; it's made up of something else. There's change, and there's also excitement. and they're all dependent on each other. Meaning the kol shuhu vishinus Anything which is uh, which gets excited about something outside of itself, it's because it's made up of a subject of its desire. And anything which is made up of something else, which is composite, it's, it has changes according to the subject, so too will be the changes in the level of desire for that thing. These three things, which are harkava, being made up of something outside of it, shinoi change, and it's an excitement about something outside of it, are totally do not, do not exist within the essence of a soul at all. Top of page, Yud Beis. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Mimer Mavur explanation on a Mimer from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... 
You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.